Hello to everyone and welcome back to Anchor Truth with Zamam Tumben. It has been a minute since I dropped a episode, but we're still back at it. I want us to talk about unlocking emotional doors and we're talking about this whole concept of emotional unavailability. It's a famous concept that we use um, when we talk about relationships and we talk about people who don't seem to be present. In relationships so I want you to join me on this journey as we uncover what it really means and how can it shape our connections to kick us off I'd really like to look at the definition of what it actually means to be emotionally unavailable we all have different concepts we all also have our own experiences in terms of what we mean when we say a person is unavailable emotionally so emotional unavailability really refers to a state in which an individual struggles or is sometimes unwilling to connect emotionally with others in a meaningful and authentic way. So this can manifest in different forms. It could be expressing their emotions, it could be forming deep connections, it could be being present not in the physical sense but in the emotional sense um, is being responsive in interpersonal relationships so people who are emotionally unavailable most of the time exhibit behaviors such as avoiding emotional discussions and uh, maintaining emotional distance and even having a difficulty in sharing their own feelings and expressing how they feel about certain things. So I think such a definition does ring a bell, certain concept and certain traits um, probably you've experienced, probably you have, um, probably a person you're listening, you do have an issue of being emotionally unavailable so certain signs that we can actually see and identify in a person who's regarded as emotionally unavailable can include avoidance of emotional conversations as i as i said this type of person has a difficulty in engaging or even avoiding discussions about emotions and feelings certain um Things are, are, are seen in men because most of the time men refer to women as emotional being and they see themselves as logical beings and therefore sometimes they fail to express their true emotions. So secondly, the other signs of a person who's unavailable is limited expression of feelings. Um, and another one is inconsistent communication. So it's either irregular or limited communication, especially when it comes to emotions and personal matters. So these are people that always avoid um, connecting with people or giving out information that makes them vulnerable to the next person. The fourth one is maintaining di um, distance. A person who is emotionally unavailable has a preference for physical and emotional distance in relationships. So it makes it very challenging to establish intimacy. So what does that mean? Have you ever heard of people who say, I'd like to be in a relationship, but I wouldn't want to be in a, in a, a, a conversation or to keep communication daily. It's something I've, definitely heard in uh, the 21st century where people want a relationship but want it at a distance and want it only when it suits them. So these are 
typical things that you find from a person who's emotionally unavailable. Person who exhibits a fear of commitment is another sign of emotional unavailability. It's the reluctance and even the hesitation to commit to long-term or serious relationships. So these are people who are more interested in flaky relationships, nothing with commitment, nothing with direction, something that is just spontaneous and something that is just there for fun. The sixth sign is prioritizing independence. They place high value on personal independence and avoiding reliance on others for emotional support. So another sign of a person who's unavailable emotionally is a person who really prioritizes um, their independence. They do not want to express when they are hurt or when they even need help. And it's a over uh, state of relying on self. The seventh is difficulty in trusting others. A general skepticism or difficulty in trusting others with personal thoughts and even feelings is another sign. Um, the eighth sign that I thought of was limited availability in times of need. So a person who's emotionally unavailable in relationships, you see them that they are very distant or unavailable in crucial times of their partner. The ninth one, there's a pattern of short-lived relationships. This person normally has a history of short-lived relationships due to challenges in sustaining emotional connections. The last one that I could think of was the focus on surface-level interactions. So that goes back to the other point I made about people wanting flaky and avoiding to volunteer information that gives off um, their vulnerable self or has the potential to invite another person to relate with them in a deeper level. So when a person keeps conversations, keeps information that they give you on surface level, that person is preferring surface level conversations, avoiding discussions that delve into deeper emotional content. So it's important to note that these signs can vary um, in terms of its intensity and may not necessarily indicate emotional unavailability in every case. So individuals may display different behaviors at various points in their lives and also under specific circumstances. Now with understanding the signs of emotional unavailability, the concept of it, I'd like us now to talk briefly about how such behavior and emotional unavailability can impact on communication, especially in relationships. Firstly, um, what emotional unavailability does, it limits the potential of openness because there's reduced willingness to share feelings or even discuss personal matters openly, leading to a lack of emotional intimacy. And secondly, when a person is emotionally unavailable, um, it leads to a lot of misunderstandings because communication gaps do result in misunderstandings as an emotionally unavailable individual struggles to convey their thoughts and emotions effectively. Thirdly, it leads to strained connection because a diminished emotional connection between partners makes it very challenging to build trust and even understanding. What it also builds also is avoidance of conflict. 
So fourthly, there's this tendency to avoid addressing conflicts or difficult emotions, potentially allowing issues to fester or even escalate. The fifth is that it affects relationships because it leaves the other party with having one-sided conversations. Communication becomes one-sided because it's one partner who's doing most of the emotional sharing, leading to an imbalance in the relationship. The sixth is that it leaves the other partner in a state of frustration and isolation. When you're dealing with an individual who's emotionally unavailable in relationships, it builds frustration and that can arise when one partner seeks emotional support but encounters resistance and um, emotional distance, which leads to the feelings of isolation. The seventh is that it does impact on problem solving because there's a difficulty to even address issues because there's that lack of having deep conversations and you don't get to understand your partner's thought process, which in large then leads to diminished trust, which is like the eighth thing that potentially happens when you're dealing with an unemotionally available partner is that since unemotional unavailability is a behavior that can erode trust, partners mostly feel uncertain about the sincerity and the depth of emotional connection. Um, it does also stifle intimacy because emotional unavailability can hinder the development of emotional intimacy, limiting the depth and the richness of a relationship that it could potentially have. And the last is that it, it does cause communication breakdowns because the increased likelihood of communication breakdowns, I mean, breakdowns are higher when you're dealing with a partner who cannot convey their needs, their desires and concerns. So addressing emotional unavailability often involves um, open communication, willingness to explore emotions and efforts to create a safe space for both partners to express themselves. So also it's crucial for couples to go through therapy or even counseling to uh, be able to find assistance in approving the communication dynamics. So lastly, as my closing thoughts is that we need to remember that building intimacy is an ongoing process. It requires consistent effort from both parties, mutual respect and commitment to deepening emotional connection over time. So as we wrap this episode, I want to leave you with a reminder that relationships also can be complex and an ever evolving journey. So since we've explored the challenges of emotional unavailability and how it can impact communication, trust and intimacy, it is important to remember that fostering emotional intimacy is a shared responsibility requiring both parties to have open communication, patience and vulnerability. So if you do find yourself grappling with emotional unavailability, you need to take a moment to reflect on your needs, the needs of your partner, because communication is really key to understanding and bridging the gap between emotional distance and connection. So it's also okay to seek professional support, whether through couples therapy or whatever individual counseling to navigate such challenges, because ultimately relationships are unique. And what works for one person may not work for another person. Some people do like flimsy relationships that have no emotional depth. 
Some people who are looking for something that's long-term and serious do require emotional intimacy and depth. So your journey to deeper emotional connection may take time, but it's also a journey that's worth taking. So thank you so much for joining me on this exploration of the intricacies of relationships. So until next time, keep nurturing those emotional connections and remember that you're not alone on this path. Take care and may your relationships be filled with understanding, love and growth.